0: You are now tuned in to the AddictedToSuccess.com podcast, where geniuses, entrepreneurs, and next-level game changers share their juicy little secrets on achieving massive success. This is the advice you wish you heard years ago. Be prepared and take note as we expose the realness and the raw of what it takes to be successful on AddictedToSuccess.com. Now, before we get into this interview, I just wanted to share with you a few words from our sponsor, Design Crowd. Now, if you haven't heard of DesignCrowd, they are an amazing online marketplace that helps businesses outsource their graphics, logos, and web designs with access to over 500,000 designers around the world. And the cool thing is, within a few hours of submitting your design requirements, you'll receive 50 to 100 plus designs from designers around the world, so you have the best chance to pick that perfect design for you. You know, I personally love this option because I use it in my business ventures and projects because it saves me on a few major things in life, such as time, Uh, energy and also the headache of going back and forth with designers. You know the great thing about DesignCrowd is it's affordable, it's scalable without you even needing an in-house design team which I absolutely love and it's that flexibility of going to it whenever you need. So the good folks at DesignCrowd are kind enough to offer you as an exclusive addicted to success listener the VIP custom design upgrade pack which will save you over $100 on a deluxe project for any type of custom design including logos, business cards, websites, flyers, and emails. So head over to designcrowd.com slash success and the promo code is success. That's S-U-C-E-S. Okay, now let's get into this interview. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Addicted to Success podcast. Today, I'm blessed to have the amazing Lori Harder here with me. She is a fitness and health expert. She's a <laughs> professional network marketer. She is a coach. She is a podcast host. She's an all-star, amazing uh, human being. Yeah. Uh, your podcast, uh, Earn Your Happy, just reach a million plays and downloads. So, ah! and that, and What, what <laughs> space of time was that? That was like oh, eight, eight months.
1: months mm-hmm. amazing. I'm so excited and thank you so much for having me here. I'm so grateful.
0: Thank you, Laurie. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, you know, um, I don't know if you know this, but that's a huge feat. A lot of people don't reach anywhere near that number, even within two or three years. So
1: Oh, my gosh. It must be
0: a rock in our podcast.
1: You know, yeah. it's it's crazy because, number one, I didn't have a reference point really until I just chatted with you. Uh-huh, <laughs> um, yeah. But I just want to, you know, I wrote a blog the other day about it just talking about how it was a nudge for me. It was like such a nudge and it wouldn't go away. Yep. And um, I kept thinking, why is this coming up? I, I don't even understand why this keeps coming up. Like, I love podcasts, but I don't want to be a host of a podcast. Uh-huh. And then I really started thinking about what it is that, being a host of a podcast actually does for your life and what you get to be a part of. And I thought, oh my God, I get to A, gain great information with these incredible coaches and incredible uh, thought leaders and world changers who are doing amazing things that I would probably never get on the phone with for one hour. I mean, Uh, really think about number one, what that would cost. Number two, if you could even get a hold uh, of these people.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I've I've paid some of these people like $20,000 to work with them.
1: Oh Honestly, my gosh, totally. It's crazy. It's <laughs> totally. crazy. Yep. So I was like, this is such a, it's such, it's exactly where I want to be. It's exactly what I want to be doing. I want to be connecting with these incredible people and have an excuse for it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And sharing good information because... You know if, if I'm gonna be that that's one thing about myself that I know that I love to do it's like the second I get something good or information or learn something yep. it's like I don't even I just want the next 30 seconds I want to turn around and be talking about it or sharing it or you know helping people find whatever it is that we're looking for
0: Yep, yep. so what are you looking for
1: what am I li- looking for I am always looking for peace happiness growth connection
0: mm-hmm.
1: always yeah.
0: yeah every day and the book that you're writing right now, I think mm-hmm. it's it's pretty much a wrap, right? It's based around that. Yes. It's based around building tribe, building community. Why is that important to you?
1: Uh, it's really important because for a really long time, uh, I did it alone. And I don't want to say alone because there was definitely podcasts and books and I had the help of, you know, husband, my husband and some of the people around me. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I really, I think I thought that you had to do... I think I thought you had to do this alone. I lived in the Midwest and I didn't really hear it. It wasn't a normal conversation to be talked about um, growth. In fact, sometimes when you feel like you want to grow, some people feel that you are outgrowing them. So yeah, yeah. it was it was challenging because uh, I felt like in order to gain their love and attention and affection, sometimes growth is opposite of what gets that can you relate
0: yeah. to that yeah for oh, for sure you know it's interesting i saw um, one of my friends preston smiles i'm sure you're aware of yes. as well he's amazing he shared a uh, quote this morning he said something like elevation demands separation sometimes Ugh. it's oh so my true gosh. sometimes you need to leave you know to, to to head out there in the world and just to take everything to the next level you know i recently broke through uh, an upper limit that I had. Mm. And it's, uh it was a money upper limit. Mm. And sometimes all you need is one idea. Mm. You know, you, you just, you act on that one idea and you crack it and you move to that next level. Mm. And sometimes the people that are playing in the space that you're in aren't ready to do that with you. Mm. So you've got to leave them and show them and be the example for them, be the inspiration. So yeah, I totally get it.
1: I did totally that. Much. I actually did that for a while when I was 18 at first because it was just, I was, uh, I came from a really strict religious family, amazing family, but they, they weren't into health, fitness, nothing like that. Um, and I love them, but every time I would go back to old family and friends, I would feel myself getting pulled out of where I knew that Uh I was supposed to go yeah so for a while it's funny for a long time I felt like a terrible person because I moved out I moved far enough away I didn't really have a ton of contact but what I was doing and I didn't realize it and this is this is sometimes tough to share with people who go on um, self-development journeys or who go to that place where they know they're supposed to go because their soul is pulling them sometimes it's hard to tell people that you do have to leave Some of the people or put them at arm's distance because you're almost going and building up, um, for lack of better words, almost like a protective layer. So you can go away and really build your armor so that when you go back, you have the tools, you understand how to go be Mm. in those situations. Because a lot of times if you don't have those tools yet, your environment is always going to win.
0: Yep. 100%. Like I, I love
1: that quote, your environment is stronger than your willpower. Because if you haven't yet understood like what what are you capable of? What can you uh, handle? What can you do? And then you go back and you're like, ooh, wasn't ready yet. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's go back. Let's learn some more tools. Let's talk to some more people. Um, yeah. so that's what I did for a while. And it's funny because now I can I can finally go back and just accept people for where they are and love them where they're at where before yeah. it was like why can't you see this why can't you go on this journey with me why uh-huh. can't you help yourself yeah um so and that's a lot of pressure on yourself to try to think that you have to shift people when maybe they don't even want to shift
0: for sure and you know <laughs> it, it it's such a great uh, subject to viable and I think a lot of people do this in relationships too yeah. oh my gosh. where they have that partner where and like I love the relationship that you and Chris, have mm. like you guys are just so supportive of each other so loving and you're up front too you're like you know what we fight sometimes mm. like we've had some rough patches and we've had our in, in and out but we're there like we're committed and uh, you know I think a lot of people they're kind of they're kind of in this uh I guess living in a fantasy of what they think their relationship mm. supposed to be like and then they have these high expectations and sometimes it crash, crashes and burns and over time you're either like if you're doing a lot of the pulling all the time then it, it's, it's going to destroy the polarity and the dynamic of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And I just love to sit like seeing you and Chris, like you both just like supporting each other, holding each other up. And mm-hmm. it's just so, yeah, amazing to, to witness,
1: yeah. Oh, thank you. And I will tell you that it's, it's so much growth and it's always a work in progress, always. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah, And literally we now know, I think the biggest thing that we now know is that we were so open about talking about how we wanna be talked to. So if, and not to take it personally. So if he says something to me that was short or felt disrespectful because he's in a moment, right? In that moment, instead of just reacting off of it, I'll say, you know what? I didn't like the way you talked to me. I would have responded much better if you would have said this and this Yeah. and, and he'll be like, okay, fine. Like, but that's what he does to me too. Like Uh that was really disrespectful, which, it happens, right? You're heated. You're emotional. You feel so safe with that person that a lot of times, that's when the worst comes out. Is because we feel the safest. Like, haha, yep. you can't leave me. <laughs> gotta get vulnerable. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so um, right now, we're really, we're really just working on how do we want to be communicated with because we we work together too. Yeah, wow. So all yeah. of a sudden, he came home. I think four years ago from managing like 300 mostly men where he worked. Um, yeah. At a mortgage office, and he came home, and for him, its communication was the quickest way to get to the point. So obviously, (laughs) I'm his wife, and he's using like the quickest way to get to the point, and I'm over here like.
0: <laughs> you don't so care about my hurting. feelings. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. More logical than emotional. Yes, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So That's I was amazing. like,
1: we're going to need to learn how to communicate because there was like three months where I was like, go back, go back <laughs> to work. Like, I, we're, this is not going to work. Um, uh, But there's only, I mean, there's only one way out of that is to say we either need to learn to communicate yeah. or this literally, we have to do our own separate working styles. And we wanted to work together so bad. We wanted that lifestyle so bad that that vision won over and we found that vision and that's that's just what we go for like it's yep. it's so great and I do believe anyone can do it
0: yeah amazing amazing stuff thanks so much Laurie you know it's funny uh, when I conversate with a lot of these successful people on my own podcast uh, at some point relationships get brought up and yeah. it's either me or them and it's, it's funny because like it just shows you everything's touching everything mm-hmm. you know and there's a lot of entrepreneurs where they're making millions of dollars and they have this huge empire but they, they can't hold a relationship together for shit like it's just like it's falling apart mm-hmm. all the time and so, so for you what do you feel like because you, you guys work on your relationship a lot uh, how do you find the balance between your relationship and building your empire? Because mm-hmm. right now, let's not lie—you're building an empire. You got mm-hmm. your podcast, your coaching, you've got your events, you've got your network marketing business, which you're crushing in, like one of the highest income earners in the company. Mm-hmm. So, like, how do you really balance all that and work together as a team?
1: Well, I think we're con- we're constantly getting feedback, always in our lives, yep. and I think that if. When things are going on, when you're not feeling good, when you're not feeling connected, if conversation is not flowing, that's a, that's a huge feedback flag, flag of, are you giving mm-hmm. yourself enough time to have these conversations? Yeah. Are you giving yourself time to connect?
0: Mm-hmm. What
1: is it that you're actually feeling and why? Is it you? Is it them? Is it both of you? Like, what, is it something that you can fix? Is it something that you need to talk to them about? Um, so Chris and I always, uh, try to go on walks because that's kind of been uh, some massive roots for us yep. is yep. to Stop the workday mm-hmm. like stop being business partners Even though I'm gonna be honest like we'll go on a walk the first 30 minutes is like business
0: business <laughs> Yeah, yep. so
1: Take that time to be partners for the day and yeah. walks have literally, it doesn't matter if we were, you know, because Chris and I have lost a house together. We've He's gotten laid off. Um, we've had massive just dif- family issues. And it's like the walk has always been the thing that's, brought us together brought us down changed our perspective moved us through it got us out in nature because i really believe the answers come through movement and just being open and when you get outside and you be open together beautiful things happen so i would say go for a walk go be outside go make sure that you're connecting because what people do is maybe they're fried at the end of the day so they turn on the tv or they both go into their offices and then you don't even know what happened throughout the day or like let me talk to the the person Chris not the business partner Chris it's re- it's really easy to do because honestly yeah. sometimes at the end of the night I'm like no I don't want to be people I want to continue talking about business especially if it's good
0: uh uh-huh. yeah you, you really can be excited. like let's celebrate
1: this let's talk about that <laughs> you can like go to bed still talking about it and then you're like all right let's actually just compartmentalize let's put that somewhere else
0: yeah yeah that's great advice great advice Laurie you hold quite a lot of retreats and events mm-hmm. um What do you feel is like one of the most powerful exercises that people can implement in their life to follow their bliss or live in their bliss?
1: Honestly, I I believe it's connecting with other people. Um, hands down, I, I, I'm obsessed with holding space in a room. I love just being a facilitator. It's the coolest thing because if you can just teach people how to ask each other real questions that cause real connection, then it's all All their answers come. Every single answer is in that person that is sitting right next to you on the subway on... Uh, you know, at a restaurant, in line at Starbucks, wherever. Uh, and we are so off in our own world and we're so disconnected that yeah. we miss the answer every single day. Yeah. And whether it's just gaining perspective from somebody's story, it doesn't even, even if they're crazy, like, <laughs> <laughs> even if they're crazy and you're like, wow, that person is nuts, don't want them in my life. Okay, well, that's great. You just learned a boundary, you just gained some perspective on what else is going out there, how other people feel. It's just, it's constant. Feedback and we can cut ourselves off from that and we can feel completely isolated in our story. Yep Um, That's another a huge one is that we know especially, you know doing podcasts and you're such a natural networker like you just connect with people so well that you You literally it's it's like Having those connections change your life. They bring everything to you
0: They do has everything
1: good in your life come from Basically connecting with people
0: Definitely definitely and this is the thing too. like we can only work out so much within our own mind. And I love being self-reliant and mind-strong, which is like what I'm all about. Uh, But to a certain point, we also need to be Mm open-minded and understanding and knowing that like we don't know all the answers. We don't have all the answers. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm forever a student in the student chair. I'm always open-minded. I'm like, hey, like who else can I learn from? And usually it's through others' actions. Usually they don't even have to say anything. It's just like seeing how somebody shows up in a room seeing the questions that they ask and not even listening to the answers but just the way they carry themselves i find inspiration in so many things Mm -hmm. and you're writing you've finished writing your book i'm writing my book right now how awesome is it when you're writing a book you almost like like I want I get why people get addicted to actually writing books as well because yes. you just put your mind in this place where you're constantly like just you start noticing everything around you you finding inspiration in everything you start noting things down and you like you start getting really involved in conversations so mm. I feel like everyone should write a book at some point in yes, their life. Yes, totally. You know, I think uh, just like really switching your mind on to inspiration and knowing that everyone has a story, everyone has something to offer, mm-hmm. whether they're crazy or they're awesome or whatever, <laughs> however you view them, there's uh, there's always a lesson in, in, in uh, you know every conversation. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's a great advice. Thank oh you. man,
1: connect connecting is such a huge one for me. I went to a, a retreat in Costa Rica last November and there was this guy who was like opposite of someone I would normally connect with. Like he was so, he was like the definition of like the hug monster. Like he he would say, <laughs> and I love hugging, don't get me wrong. But it was like every 30 seconds was like, let's bring it up for a hug. His name is Gregorio and he was Italian. Oh. Um, hi, Gregorio. Um, and he, he literally talks about cuddle puddles. Like he wants to cuddle in a puddle, which is odd, like, that's okay. This is funny. I wonder All what right. his love
0: language is. Yeah. <laughs> physical, physical touch. Physical touch, exactly.
1: So like that's, that's scary enough for me as it was I'm like, wow, that's a lot of affection coming my way. Uh-huh. And um, yeah. so then we're doing like some different sharing circles. And honestly, that day I was not feeling it. It was like so much sharing and I was just over the sharing. You ever been there where you're like yeah, I'm just yeah. over sharing. Emotionally exhausted. I was emotionally yeah. exhausted. <laughs> and um, he's like, we were, we were doing this one-on-one thing and he's like, so how are you feeling right now? And I was like, honestly, I just want to be back in my room and I want to be absorbing this and I want to be quiet and I want to be alone because I said, I really enjoy being alone majority of the time. And he goes, no, you don't. And I go, I don't? And he goes, no, that's a story you told yourself when you were a young kid as protection. And I literally was like,
0: oh my (laughs) God.
1: I mean, he was right though. He was so right because I had so, I had a lot of, I think growing up in a really religious family where I didn't celebrate holidays. It was, there was a lot of, I was made fun of a lot in school and I was also uh, bullied for my weight. So I would always tell myself the story that I'm better off alone. Huh. So in that moment, I was like, I I actually love people. Like my heart yearns to be around people so much, but I throw up this protective wall. Like you could hurt me. Yeah,
0: so yeah.
1: I don't necessarily. I can't like. I, this is almost like too much. Like it's almost too much love. And then now I'm like, oh man, let's let's get in that cuddle puddle because now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it took some work though. Like it's Switched taken me gears. a good year yeah. to, and I can feel it go back up because uh-huh. I can feel that once in a while, if someone says something or I take something wrong or I haven't given myself space, I can feel. Those walls get thrown right back up. And I'm like, no, yep. you don't yep. need those anymore. You can actually process.
0: Yes. <laughs> you work through yes. it. <laughs> yeah, I love that you brought that up. That's amazing. Thanks for sharing that too. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people now are probably going, wow, what are my stories? Mm. You know, just through this example. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah, you know, I, uh, I tell a lot of the people that I coach, you know, a lot of people um, have these stories. And I tell them, I'm like, look, like, yeah, it takes a lot of like, habitual actions and dedication to really break that and understanding how your beliefs are operating within you and mm-hmm. I think a lot of people think that it's hardwired and mm-hmm. I say nothing is hardwired it's no. always softwired you mm-hmm. can retangle the, you can untangle it you can rewire it reprogram and so sometimes that takes a long you know quite a while it can be mm-hmm. challenging but just you just got to think about like what where would I be in life if I can overcome this if I can work through this mm-hmm. to the point where it's no longer a story Where it's no longer disempowering me. And so that's great that you've identified Mm. that, that you're conscious of it. It takes a lot of like courage to face it first and foremost. And then it takes a lot of work to go through it. Mm. So uh, yeah, you're a great example of uh, dedication.
1: I love that you said that because I actually now embrace all of the different. um, And I know that talking to people and using the podcast and really learning from people, I think. All of the people who have a really good perspective on their life have been able to take the tough stuff and either use it to teach or use it to get stronger. I I think having a fitness background, it's been really helpful for me to kind of lay that foundation and understand that without the really tough stuff and without resistance, if we walked into the gym and it was all like um you know foam squares and volleyballs or i don't know what i'm trying to say bubbles like you couldn't get, you couldn't get stronger
0: yeah for So sure. there's no
1: way to get stronger it's like yeah. the more of the challenge you put on your muscle the more strength you're going to gain so that's literally just like life like you we couldn't even sit here and have this conversation if we didn't have Things that we had to work through, or get over, or share, or teach. So it's it's always. I think it's so beautiful. You can't embrace it right away all the time. In fact, sometimes I think it's really important to go through that processing period. Give yourself the grace and the space to feel it, or to feel hurt, or to feel angry, um, whatever that is. Because there's definitely things that I'm not like. Oh, good! Look at the lesson. Um, <laughs>
0: My my
1: assistant's probably laughing because she's. I do that all the time. I'm like, but where's Celeste? I'm like, oh, you're not ready for that yet. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Let's process. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they're they're beautiful, and that's. I mean, anyone that we look up to, it's we look up to them because they share um, those struggles, and then we see that they were able to gain strength from them. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, inspiration through action. It's like the ultimate level of inspiration It's mm-hmm. showing others what's possible through your own actions. Oh my gosh. Yeah,
1: Like just being able to see that with different mentors. If, like we were talking about before, Like it can just take one person sometimes yep. to be able to see it or one thing to go, got it, it can be done. Uh-huh. Or got it, they got through it. Or wow, look how they're handling it. Or, oh, they have a whole business based on that? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the thing too, like sometimes... We can't get the answers for someone. They can't tell us what to do. Because if we get an answer from them, we go and action it, and then we think, oh, okay, cool. Well, this person's given me the answer, and now I can move forward. At some point, you're going to want to have to go back to that person to then get the next answer. But if you can connect the dots in your own mind, you realize that you are powerful enough within your own self to be able, and resourceful enough outside of yourself to be able to make things happen.
1: Yes, yeah. absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah, awesome stuff. So you've reached million plays on your podcast who was the who was the most interesting uh guest for you oh my gosh and what did you learn oh, from them
1: so many I mean, yeah, it's, um, it's tough it's
0: tough you've you know and how I'm many just, episodes first how many episodes have you got up on there
1: oh i think uh 70 something oh, wow
0: you've been putting in the work <laughs> <laughs> 10 a month
1: i yeah. do one interview and then i do one like quickie Basically. So I kind of just talk on Thursdays um, about whatever's coming up. And I seem to have a lot that comes up. So
0: (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Um,
1: But I'm just thinking of some of the recent people. Uh, You know, I had one of my mentors on, Jack Canfield, who's always fun. Because we can just have the best conversations about i mean he's so open he will literally share anything so i find the more vulnerable and more open people are the more fun you can just i know that nothing's off the table and they're like totally good with me being Uh like what did that feel like or why or what were you thinking or what were you doing um but let's see i'm trying to think of someone who just came on. you know what i really loved uh ryan blair who i just had on this last week Um, because I loved hearing about, he has a lot of uh, different things that went on with his family and just learning about his son and his life. And um, a a big theme was, you know, through a lot of different uh, trials and tribulations with family, because his um, mom has a lot of health issues and um, his son has some different things um, that are going on. And it, it was like, how do you build such an empire? while well, these yep. things are pulling at your heart and your mind so much every wow. day. Wow. I mean it's a daily thing. Yeah. So, I learned a lot about how he gives himself space and time to compartmentalize, have them feel them and then now it's time for something else. Yeah. So, yep. It, it's learning that that can happen as well and also just, you know, he he feels that um I, I seriously, you have to listen to this podcast. Um <laughs> He feels that compassion for him was something that had to be learned. And it's really interesting. Like, some people are like, can I be a more compassionate person? Absolutely, yes, you can be a more compassionate person. You can start acknowledging where you could be more compassionate or where you could, like himself, compartmentalize something that's going on and be able to start maybe moving on or doing a little bit of work outside of that. Yep. Um, so that's been really powerful because no matter what it is, we all have something that pulls at us every day yeah. that wants to take us out. Of, I mean, you know, the last thing you want to do sometimes is come and talk to people about inspiration when crap is going down. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my yeah. gosh, how am yeah. I going to do this? Yeah. You have to like yeah. check it, set it aside and be like, guess what? The great thing about crap is it'll still be there. <laughs>
0: (laughs) (laughs) you're done being inspirational just as much as the good stuff's there too totally and like
1: that's the beautiful um contrast and dichotomy of life is like the darkness makes the light even brighter so it's appreciating that when we're in it too like okay this sucks i don't love this spot but it's so much a part of life it's reminding me what I love to be in or who I love. Sometimes we're around those people that we don't love, but they remind us of how grateful we are for the people who really make us feel great. So there's always something.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome stuff. Yeah. You know what? I think a lot of people, what they do is when they feel like they're not loved and it's like a limiting belief. I'm not loved. I'm not good enough they feel like they don't have enough to give back to. Mm. And so some people look at people and think, oh, they're so cold or this or that. But it's like, they actually feel not love. So they feel like they can't give anything. They don't feel mm-hmm. abundant. They feel like they're in this scarcity mode of, of uh, not having any love. So all you can do is pour love into that person. Mm. Show them that there is love and that it is possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I always think that when we were kind of talking before this podcast right now. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, we are just talking about you You never know what people are thinking and most of the time it's just thinking about am I enough? Am I good enough? What is what am I answering? Yeah. What am I saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So while we're on the other end going am I answer, asking the right yeah. questions? What's <laughs> do they feel like this is a good podcast? Are they comfortable?
0: <laughs> is that so what, what are some things that come off of you?
1: During podcasting? Yeah. Oh man um Everything, <laughs> uh, I would say. I, I always want to make them feel comfortable. I want them to get the message out that they want to get out. I want. I want them to feel like they're in their zone of genius. So yep. for me, it, it's like i'm learning that it's not about me it's about me just giving them the space and time to answer something else that was so interesting is if you ask them a question that maybe makes them dig deeper and it and they're pausing like i found myself right away wanting to like help them out like oh it's okay we don't have to ask we don't have to answer that one like (laughs) because on podcast time sometimes two seconds can feel like five minutes you're right if it's like empty space where now i'm learning like you can't like don't fix it for them that's a beautiful place for them to be is like being able to even if they fumble around for the answer it, they're yeah. probably going to a place that they're excited about
0: yeah you know yeah. so
1: it's been i don't know i just can you tell i analyze everything it's so good <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's the entrepreneurial mind. Yeah, <laughs> we just like to analyze. We like to just assess everything and make sure that it's a good idea and it's yes. it's uh, lucrative. Yeah, that's funny. That's how we operate. Yeah, we're trying to. We're kind of like control freaks and perfectionists. Yeah, yeah. I've kind of come to terms with that recently. Uh, yes, I, I agree. What is one powerful question that you would ask yourself, and what would your answer be? Oh,
1: I I always ask myself why am i doing it like why am i doing something that i'm doing yeah um and i'm also learning to not if it's a question or if it's an answer that's not super deep or save the world i'm also allowing myself to not judge myself like to to not be to not judge myself on what maybe i'm motivated by in that moment because i go back to thinking of square one and day one and i wouldn't i wouldn't be where uh chris and i are at with our network marketing business if I wasn't honestly just motivated to not feel the pain of not being able to pay bills or not being able to buy an outfit that I wanted so yes now you can have these big goals of doing whatever helping your family building schools in Africa whatever you wanted whatever that is that is pulling at your heart but in the beginning it's like I think that we can start to judge ourselves on what's motivating us and just to embrace it and maybe just see why why -hmm. what is that how could that actually add to the bigger picture as well
0: so yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, when you've got a really powerful vision, um, that's your why, right mm-hmm. there. It's just like it constantly inspires you. Your your vision disciplines you. It starts to choose your friends for you, your community, yeah. your tribe, right? It uh, it teaches you what to say yes to and what to say no to. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure your vision has changed quite mm. a lot over time. You just keep like amending it and tweaking it and pushing it forward more and more. Where do you see yourself in the next ten years?
1: Uh, in the next ten years, I I just know that I want to be, um, I want to be able to have the people or whatever it looks like or the reach to be able to travel somewhere mm-hmm. and let people know I'm coming to speak and create a tribe and have them show up. <laughs> yeah. So whether that's because there's a book that they really resonated with or. Um, a program or whatever was happening for them. Um, I really love being in community. I love watching people connect. I love taking people a little bit deeper than they thought or reminding them that they're way more than they thought. Um, So that would be awesome to be Um, able to do that, whether that's through... um, I know it's going to be through books. So hopefully in 10 years, I will have written a lot of books and created a lot of community. I hope that um, when people... Hear about whatever it is Chris and I are doing that they get to say something like, "Wow, I, I got connected through them to this amazing group of people who yeah. just like unlocked everything for me."
0: Yeah, yeah, that is that's the that's the key right there. You know, it's interesting. I meet uh, a number of people where they say. You, I, I ask them Oh, how did you hear about my work or mm-hmm. how did you know about Addicted to Success and so on and usually it's like oh you know Javon Langford introducing, or Peter Kelly or just mm-hmm. like someone I'm like wow and you, they will always remember that person that connected them to such a, a great network mm-hmm. or a great person uh, and that's the power right there a lot of people I coach always try and find like where the synergies are and I, I, I find like where they can cross promote or collaborate and they never forget that it's like mm-hmm. one of the most powerful things that has ever happened to them even sometimes more than just a coaching session totally because they've just created a whole new uh relationship or they've tapped into a whole new network and mm-hmm. there's so much power behind that there's strength in numbers yes yep. absolutely yep. i mean
1: that's the, the most beautiful people in my life are just randomly through either different coaching or programs or events that someone else was having it's It's like we're putting out you know it's great because whenever you do a podcast you put out the bat signal of like hey amazing people you can all land here and meet other amazing people Uh like so Uh i'm so grateful for the people who hold space to put out the bat signal because it's not always easy to shine that bright for everybody else just to come and you know what I mean? Connect. So
0: yes, yes, one hundred percent. So
1: thank you. Yeah, thank
0: you. <laughs> one thing I re- I noticed about you and the way you deliver with your content, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Is when you jump on the Facebook Live, you have mm. no makeup. Like, you just straight <laughs> up like, hey guys, like yes. in your bathrobe, everybody's <laughs> it's like hairs kind of all out. You just woke up. Yeah, like, I'm not hey, used to seeing
1: to myself like with makeup. On, I'm like, who is that? <laughs> <Who's> that? <laughs>
0: bathrobe. Yeah. So so. That's, I love that because that's such a great example of like, you don't have to be perfect. Mm. Right. And it is like one of the biggest things. I'm not good enough. People, people feel like they are, it's not a major insecurity. Some people can, can live in that and it can be a a major problem. But I think that, um, when you just let a little bit of that in, it affects, you know, it's the small percentages, it affects the way you show up. It, it holds you back from going up and introducing Mm. yourself to that person that could absolutely change your life. Yeah. So for you, what do you feel like, what is the, what is the, the most common feedback that you get Mm. when you do your Facebook lives what is that thing where you're like oh I I can nail this and can really help people on this Mm. this level what is that thing
1: Um, well I love doing. you know the reason that I started doing that with first of all doing Facebook live with no makeup on it was never I never was like I'm gonna do this with no makeup on it was it started out I want to get on Facebook live but I have to get ready to do it. I need all my content like there. I need to feel prepared. Cause we started, you remember doing like webinars?
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, so before yeah.
1: Facebook live, it was like, let's do a webinar. Everybody like gets on, you get ready, you're all prepared. You have your content, you uh-huh. know exactly what you're going to speak about. And then, um Facebook live was this thing that I realized just brought so much, uh, I get ideas and I want, like I was saying before, I get ideas. I want to share them right there. Yeah, and when I yeah. go to prepare, sometimes it's like, they're not there anymore. They don't feel as authentic or real or raw or in the moment. And I can't yeah. remember why they were so important to me in that moment. Yeah, yeah. So what happens is in the morning a lot for me, it's like, I get, I get my inspiration cause I've just either read and meditated. I'm fresh in the morning. Nothing's uh-huh. like really come into my space yet. Um, So what was happening is I wanted to get on and talk, but I'm never ready, right? So I was like, okay, well, I'm either gonna do this now when it's real and fresh and I'm inspired because I learned really quick, because I tried for about three months, to just do it in the afternoon and get ready. Well, number one, I wasn't getting ready because I never do. Um, (laughs) Number two, the inspiration was totally gone by afternoon. So guess what was happening? I wasn't even getting on. And then I was upset with myself because I'm like, this is a real call. Like I really want to do that. So I actually let the pain um, be used. Why not? It's there as a motivator. Like, okay, this pain is going to stay for me until i start doing this thing it's very clear because every day i didn't yeah. do it pain bummer i wanted to do it yeah. didn't do it pain bummer wanted to do it how could i actually do it okay get on now like right now like now
0: uh, so pushed so. by pushed by the pain and pulled yes. by the pleasure totally nice. yeah
1: so i started getting on awesome. and the feedback was so awesome it's funny because i've also gotten feedback like other feedback. Of course,
0: of course. A in a public tonight, like, like, <laughs> it's going to be like that. <laughs> yes. People going to pick all sorts of things. I was after. like,
1: oh, okay. You're letting me get stronger right now. Got it.
0: <laughs> you're under a magnifying glass. <laughs> yeah. One of my, my friends, thanks for sharing it. One of my friends, Ty Lopez, mm-hmm. uh, just before he put up the, I'm here in my garage, you know, yes, in my Lamborghini. Totally. Like, just before he put that up, he had a conversation with me about it all because I was asking, oh, you know, what are you doing next? And, he, and I said, Ty, you know, you're gonna they're going to pick pieces out of you for yeah. this. And he's like, I know. He's yeah. like, but I need to reach people because I want thirteen-year-old kids reading books. He's like, I have to, I have to shake the game up.
1: And he was probably uh, already in pain over not doing it.
0: Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. He's like, I just need to do something different. I have to disrupt, and it's it's kind of like what you're doing too. So like now, it creates this like ripple effect where all these people that were like scared to do that mm-hmm. now they're like, oh, they find inspiration in it because mm-hmm. like, whoa, she did it, and so that's what it takes sometimes to be the leader is just go first, mm. you know. So uh, yeah, and also it's giving you a lot of awesome content for your book
1: totally it really
0: is like people don't even think (laughs) about like i now i'm writing my book I'm starting to accept a lot more podcast interviews mm, too. And yeah. before I was like, no, I don't want to do it. I'm writing my book, and I was like, wait a minute, wait, this is like stimulating oh, you're thoughts. Fed. Like yeah, yeah, every yeah, yeah, day. Yeah. You're like, yeah. thanks for that. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, jumping on more podcasts. And with you, it's like you know, you're listening and seeing what people want. They're asking yeah. you questions like, oh, these are pain points, these are problems. This is where I can bring the solution. And so you know, when you know the solution, you can create transformation.
1: Oh my gosh! Bottom I can't line. even tell you how important that is. Like yep. you just said, every, you just said why I'm driven to do it every day is because uh-huh. we don't know what's going on outside of our lives unless yep. we get outside of our lives, and that's yes. just the most beautiful way to do it is to open up and be like, "Bring on the wave! <laughs> let's see what's going on today in the world." Uh-huh. And yep. you know, it, it's crazy. If you're feeling, let's say, one day um, you're feeling like. you're you're not as confident as usual or something came into your space that's making you question maybe something you said or maybe something you did or because that happens a lot, right? We can feel one way a certain day and think that it's 100% and wake up the next day and gain some new perspective. And it's just constantly, it's constant feedback for us to understand even more of our direction, where we want yeah. to go, what our calling is. So sometimes the toughest feedback, even if it's been, I mean, you know, through Facebook, through a comment, through whatever it is, sometimes the toughest feedback has been the stuff that's actually made me go, wow, maybe I should consider that. Like I that yeah. I didn't yeah. actually think of that. I'm sorry. Yeah. And yeah. you give yourself space because it's course, not always easy course. to process. But oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's what people are actually scared of the most is – Is Yeah, there's going to be a million great comments, (laughs) but then sometimes that one feedback because we're not perfect. We can't can't be inclusive to everybody in a conversation. So sometimes it's like, or we can say something that could maybe hurt someone that we didn't even think about. And I think that's what people are afraid of is the feedback off of that. So they need to be perfect, but there is no perfect. But the great thing about Mm -hmm. the feedback is you can say, wow, I should have considered that or "Mm, sorry. Like, yeah. Not important to me. Like, that's actually your own personal opinion that's holding you back, or whatever it is.
0: 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think it's, and it's also important to keep the right people around you. Like, when I look at my circle of friends, mm-hmm. I used to want to be friends with absolutely everybody. Yes. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, I want a tight group of friends, but really deep relationships. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, when I look at my friends, everyone around me that I am connecting with out here back in Australia and some other countries, like when I look at them, I know that my friends know within their hearts and in their minds that they're destined for greatness. Mm-hmm. And so we push each other mm-hmm. to the limit all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you're at an upper level right now. Sporting. Mm-hmm. Or we call each other out on yeah. own crap, right? <laughs> uh, so you need people mm-hmm. like that. right? Because you can't get to a point where if you, you're doing really well in an industry... Uh, and you are out in the public. You're gonna get like haters because everything's magnified, and everyone's thrown out there, like projecting their own stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you also get people that are yes men. It's yes. like, oh yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. If I start feeling like someone's saying that a bit too much, I'm like, I'd, I'm like, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Like, I love you and I appreciate you, but I won't go to them anymore for feedback because it's like I want to constantly improve. Mm-hmm. So you want people around you if you're willing to go to the the high levels and you want to expand as a person. You want people around you that push you that also open you up, you know? So it's like mm-hmm. that fine line. It's like, you know, sometimes you need tough love.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and I think when you get, you know, now that I've really understood some of these relationships, cause they're built over time, um, and they take work, Right? They take work to to find these people and to build it up and also to it's to understand the agreements you have within that. It's funny, like when you know when you have these great people around you when you say things like, I don't wanna be told right now that I'm upper limiting myself, I just wanna say what I'm feeling and then you can tell me later. (laughs) you <laughs> ever had that conversation we are like just give me one second and yeah. then you can tell yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. the best because yeah. you know you're about to get like some really awesome feedback but you've, uh-huh. maybe you're just not ready for it yet so okay. I have this really awesome mastermind of women and, and that is the thing is we have the space to um so it's every other Thursday and I know every other Thursday is like you never you never necessarily want to go into these conversations at 8 a.m. in the morning. Um, <laughs> but it's been some of the most powerful stuff because it's like, where can you see me limiting myself? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's not always fun. <laughs> no,
0: it's not. It's not. It kind of takes a blow <sighs> to the ego yeah. a little bit. But yeah, it's so sure. good.
1: I mean, I've grown more with um, having these people in my life in the last, like, two years than I... I mean, never. I would have never even remotely touch the tip of anything that i'm i get the opportunity to do right now because i've just had really amazing people so i know that's the gift that i'm also meant to share with people is connect people with people like in but teach them how to have these conversations
0: yeah Yeah. because
1: a lot of times we we think we're connecting with people we go to coffee we go to a workout and we leave and we're like "Mm, didn't really connect But did you really ask the right questions to get past the superficial layer of we're afraid to. We're afraid to go deeper. We're afraid to ask those questions. What Uh if? And it's not necessarily going to be the first time, but it's almost asking permission to be mm-hmm. able to go there. Like, hey, I'm, I'm looking for deeper connections with people. Would you ever want to join this group? We meet on Thursdays. We ask deeper questions. We try to get mm-hmm. past, like, the, you know, social layer that a lot of people just go and talk about superficial stuff, which is totally fine, too. There's a place for that. Um, but if you're craving deep connection, you have to know how to create that. So, yeah. and you have to get yeah. the permission to create that, right? And a lot of yeah. times we just aren't doing it because we're not saying, hey, this is what I want. How do you feel? Are you opted in? Cool. We're both opted in. Let's go there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. I absolutely love it. Mastermind groups can change your life.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: I started one and I've been part of many and mm-hmm. they do, they absolutely do Yeah. because everyone's more invested. They, more, they value yeah. the time and they're there to like really connect and to collaborate and engage. Um, I had a question that, that came to me, and um, I got a little bit lost in the in the conversation I, I know that you work with a lot of female entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. What do you find what do you find is the, like the biggest challenge for female entrepreneurs? Mm. And I love that the female entrepreneurs are coming up right now. Mm. I think it's amazing. Women are really stepping up. Um, what can they do with the opportunities that are about now? like how can they really step in their power?
1: Uh, Well, there's a few common themes that I'm always seeing, and and honestly, they were my common themes as well, so I might be attracting them. Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Probably. That's all right there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um,
1: And that's um, fear of judgment, fear of uh, outgrowing your circle of friends, um, because sometimes when you gain a lot of success, it's like... Um. Here comes Waffles, my golden doodle. Waffles.
0: There <laughs> we go.
1: Um. There she is. For all of you who can't see her, she's big, white, fluffy, and she likes Joel. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Fear of. Fear of outgrowing your circle. Fear of not being loved. Because what can happen is. When we start growing people can start thinking or you can start thinking that people think you're trying to be better than Better than them. Yeah, and I think that can be um, Challenging for women where I found more of the men that I hang around they embrace that they're good with that Like a lot of them aren't worried about that. That's the last thing they're worried about yeah, yeah. And women are worried about not being maybe humble because we were taught to be a lot of the people I know were, were taught to be quiet or humble yeah, um so I think that's a mistake though of saying um, you know gaining success or especially financial success there's so much I believe that um, I truly believe that we are all meant to be abundant because especially when good people become abundant they do great things
0: yes I so if we too. can start
1: yeah. shifting that perspective of it doesn't even matter the amount of money because what I hear from female entrepreneurs a lot is well I just want to make enough to not struggle why don't you want to make enough to like to have whatever so. you want and make a difference in yeah. the entire like make a difference in the world like you can feel pain for something and be able to possibly have a shift or an impact in that. Like, yeah. let that motivate you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it looks like Waffles is embracing that too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not kidding she's you. Like, like I think, I think she feels like, like good water.
1: energy in the room because yeah. if we're meditating, she's up in our face. And if we're like doing a podcast, she's like, oh, <laughs> let me talk. Okay, can you lay down? Thanks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Can you lay down? Yeah, thanks so much, Laurie. Laurie, uh, apart from Jack Canfield, because you get a lot of mentorship as well. Yeah. Every coach needs a coach. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's just like Michael Jordan had a coach. You know, he he was the best in the game, but he still had somebody there, like looking from the outside, Mm -hmm. um, having a a different perspective. Um, What is one of the best pieces of advice that you've received from one of your mentors?
1: Oh, um,
0: it could be in life, business, relationship, whatever.
1: You know, there's, I mean, there's like, Five things just popped into my head, um, but I, I've done some coaching with Gabrielle Bernstein. I've taken all of her programs and gone to her events and read all of her books because she really resonated with me. Because um, it's all about love. It's yeah. it's always, and I know this is such a huge thing right now because it's the truth, um, and it's every. I believe everything can be worked through, healed, fixed. Mm -hmm. discovered through love and I will tell you that finding that message um, in my business in my network marketing business freed me of everything when you're we have 125,000 people in our downline and I will tell you that that equals a lot of personalities especially dealing (laughs) with money oh yeah um, yeah, yeah, that it can bring out so much in people we've had what could have been such massive fires and falling out like falling outs that It's reminded me, like, like just take a step back.
0: Like, (laughs) yes, like
1: allow yourself to see the love, find the love, figure it out. Give yourself some time for it, like. And I mean, I know, I know where people fail is typically because we can't see the love something's covering it up a story we can't understand their side of it we don't have compassion we're gonna just tell them where they need to go and that's it and then that's like that's over like we stop seeing ourselves as humans and we throw up those walls and it's like well get out of my way yeah but that's not it's like these personalities are coming at us to learn where we can find more love even in Mm. every single person that's coming at us when we don't like them but how could you where can you see how can you see them as god source whatever you believe sees them and that's always the that place where i'm like oh i see they're an amazing this or that or Mm -hmm. this is coming from a story from their childhood or this is coming because this is how they saw this or they don't see the whole story of what's actually going on or they don't understand the ins and outs of this business yet or the time that it takes or the whatever it is it's Understanding and compassion, giving yourself space to see the whole picture, yep. instead of what we're just seeing, because we're all only seeing like this much.
0: Yeah, which yeah, is a zero. I believe that. I believe that. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of the biggest, uh, biggest issues is that a lot of people feel like they're not loved, and they feel, you know, like uh, I think one of the biggest things is actually they're not grateful, or they're not practicing that gratitude. When you're in that moment of gratitude, it's almost impossible, or it is impossible, to feel hate.
1: Mm-hmm. or feel
0: anything that's disempowering it's just love mm-hmm. gratitude is love it, like it balances everything out so I think that's like one of the one of the best practices as part of my habits my daily habits is gratitude mm-hmm. you know even if I'm like having it in a bit of a tizzy with someone or like just like just feeling like there's a bit of tension or just like you know not very like I guess please you're like one of my uh, staff members or something you're just like alright what are you grateful for today let's start there right and it just recalibrates the whole conversation and the whole view it's, it's amazing gratitude are so powerful they're so like underestimated I believe
1: I totally just <laughs> did this on a text with my brother like some stuff was going down and all of a sudden I was like stop what are you grateful for right now? And I'm sure on his end, he was like, "What?
0: What is this
1: right now?" And I was like, "Okay, I just need to buy us time, like, and figure out yeah. how we can get back to that." It's so powerful, it is. Yeah. And then he yeah. gave me what he was grateful for, and it was like, "Oh, that's awesome!" That's like,
0: great. That's it was amazing. just
1: such a good reminder.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so easy to do too. Yeah. Well, sometimes when you're emotionally like disrupted, yeah. it's it's a little bit tough, but it's good to put it into practice for sure. Yeah. So, Laurie, where can we find you?
1: Um, I love to, first of all, hang out on social media, just at um, Instagram, at Lori Harder, and then my website, com, And then there's the podcast, which is EarnYourHappy.com.
0: Yep, beautiful stuff. All right, and Facebook as well. Like, Lori's always on the Facebook Live. So how do we find you on Facebook?
1: It's just Lori Harder. It's my um, private page. Well, it's not private. Sorry, it's my public page. You can just follow it.
0: Yep, beautiful stuff. All right, Lori, you were actually in the Rise Up movie that we're in alongside, you know, Tony Robbins and the Dalai Lama and Marie Folio and all these other amazing people, Jack Canfield as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you believe it takes to rise up?
1: Uh, I believe it takes fear is just coming up for me. I believe it takes acknowledging your fear and understanding that that can be um, the most perfect um, path to follow. A lot of, I think the biggest gifts can come from following your fear and seeing what gifts are waiting there for you. Uh So following your fear and just being really open to knowing that everything that's coming your way is probably a gift.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. Laurie, if you were to deliver your last 30 second speech to the world, Mm. what would that last 30 seconds sound like?
1: I'd say no matter what is happening right now, it's happening for you Um, Mm. and to be able to... Just give yourself time. I think that we uh, react a lot. So if you can just see why and start asking the empowering questions of how could this be happening for me and how could I love a little bit more in my life? I think that would be the two keys that I would give for happiness.